Dark Tales presents Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this intervention for Cat trying to pilot everything in the universe. <laughs> oh, you tuned Good in morning. at a great time. Uh, behind the scenes, we, we were trying to talk about who was going to be the spell jammer. Pilot interventions. A pilot yeah. intervention, yeah. So Maybe when, we uh, need a pilot program for it. Well, we do need a pilot program. Can you? Uh, but we, we need some heat in the place that where the pilot program is. So go set the pilot light. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and uh, let's hand out some pens and notebooks. I hope you don't mind that I picked up some uh, some Bic Uniball pilots for us to use. Hopefully that is a oh, good... Really, really I... good game. I'll, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good, goodbye. <laughs> right. I really wanted to make a Pirates of Penzance joke, but I didn't think anyone would get it. Oh. Aww. Well, that's the thing about piracy. Not everybody gets it. Um, you know the truth. Um, all right. So, folks, I think I think it's time to do hellos and welcome. So, hello, everybody. Welcome to Spelljammer. Uh, Light of Xerixis. Uh, this is chapter four, part two, the sequel. Uh, because we had to stop midway through last time because there were some optional combats I threw in. Um, so, hello, everyone. I am your Dungeon Master, Kelly. Are you seeing him? And I'm excited to be here today because we are going to uh, finish off this chapter, take a brief intermission to go use the facilities, and then we're going to run an episode of... How to run Spelljammer Light of Xerixis, where we're going to cover chapters one, two, and three because they're pretty short. Um, that is going to be split up for two episodes if you're watching on YouTube, so you'll be able to catch that next. We'll be strangely in the same outfits, more or less. It'll be very confusing and strange. Don't worry about it. Will it will be. Um, so, a couple of things before I pass the baton around and we say all say hello. Uh, you might notice that some of us are a little less blue than normal, some of us are a little less red than normal, and some of us are a little less hip than normal. Hippo than normal. It is because um, we have a bunch of wildfires in the Pacific Northwest right now, so the air quality kind of sucks, and that's made a lot of like heavy makeup very unpleasant. And because this is a shorter episode, and we're going to be doing a how-to immediately afterwards, um, the players asked, "Hey, do you mind if we don't ruin our skin for the week this once?" And I said, "This once, it's okay. This once, it's okay." So the casual <laughs> Sunday. And um, so so we will be back to normal full costuming next episode. But this time we're, we're a little low key. Um, and uh, because of all that, I said, Krista, if they're not painting, you don't have to wear the hippo. You know, because it's very hot where you are right now, right? I Yeah, I pre especially because the room that I'm in at the moment, despite I have my window open, but I'm now starting to smell the smoke, so I might have to close it. But it's yeah. also full sun on this window. I have a full light on. And because this is a full hardwood floor with a lot of wood furniture, I literally have about 12 pillows and two blankets on the ground and mm. am surrounded by green screens. So it's a little little toasty. So but on the and no air side, conditioning today. After game, you can just go take a nap. Just fall on the floor. That's not, that's not true. I guess that's true. I guess it's just maybe mid-game. Maybe just on the break. We'll take yeah, just, a, I'll take a nappy new. Yeah. All right. So uh, without further ado, let's pass around, say hello, and then let's get back into the mix with Spelljammer Light of Xerixis. <laughs> so, so, so little of that is a high-pass filter and so much of it is just me having learned how to do that pitch for, for nefarious ends. Um, all right. So let's pass over to Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. I use she, her, they, them pronouns, and I am playing Murplava, the um, plasmoid barbarian of the depths. 
Nice. All so, right. Anything anything fun you want to plug or talk about before we begin? Not at the moment. Okay. Right, All right. Exciting. Let's pass over to Krista, right as she's taking a drink. Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, I'm Krista. I use they, them, or she, or pronouns. Um, I'm playing Francis Ponsby, our um, uh, gif. I'm not a gunslinger. That was an hour ago. <laughs> Our gift cleric of zeal. Uh, I mean, you, who you, did, you could multi-class. Well, he did sling it, or they, they did sling a gun last session. So guns were slung. They're, and and nat twenties were double nat twenties were rolled. Um, they are the chosen one. Uh, yes. Gun food. Um, and <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, the uh, uh, exciting things um, I got to participate in the Andrea's Adventures, which is a lot of fun. Um, our game raised like 300, 350 bucks, I think, uh, all for people purchasing suitors um, to uh, romance our Regency ladies. It was a lot of fun. I wanted to be in that game so bad. I'm I'm going I have to run it I I don't I don't know if it's for extra life I don't know if it's just a one shot I don't care we we will I will run that game for you Kelly because I need to see you play it but do I have to be a lady yeah so you have to be a lady okay and then you also each play each other's suitors do we just paint it's... ourselves down the middle for costuming sake and just whoa I had <laughs> I had multiple I had multiple fans and a oh, bunch wow. of hats <laughs> Well, I didn't know That's about the hats, but I've seen our brilliant. chat. I know you have multiple fans. It, well, thank you. Hi. Speaking of a player um, with with an OnlyFans, hi, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> what? I well, there's only one fan. There's only one fan, but it's keeping you cool. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> hi, everyone. It's me, Michael. I'm going with he/him pronouns, and today I'm well, half of the day I'm playing Rec Felnar, the. Uh, 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 open hand, uh, though I think I finally named it as the Shattered Heel uh, Monk. He is, he is a red goblin. Mm, nice. Anything you want to promote or talk about, Mike? Uh, no, we're actually having a holiday from Breck. He's uh, off doing adventures for the next couple of weeks. So, Breckmas? Uh, or Brekuka? I'm actually looking forward to next week just not having anything planned. So... I'm very yeah, don't anxious. don't look me up. I'm not doing anything, but come back in a couple of weeks. That's fair. All right, uh, let's pass over to Millie. Oh, hi, it's me, Millie. Uh, my pronouns are she and her, or they and them. I am playing Tana Starbell, who is our resident seeker warlock. Uh, totally a reasonable person, not some sort of disaster Disney princess gone rogue at all. Um, and then exciting and fun things to announce. My delightful community over at twitch.tv slash bunnyhearted got me Moomin dice. I will be rolling Moomin dice today. They're so freaking cute. All of the dice are Moomin characters. And I cannot, for, for some reason, they put the Grok on the 20. So, so the nat 20 is just like the Grok face. It's it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, so I'm very excited to, to use them today. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, and finally, last but not least, hi, Kat. Pilot cat, hey, Captain Cat. For Captain Cat, Captain Starbun, Captain Starbun. Anyways, I, I'm Cat, and tonight, and and I use she/her pronouns. And tonight, it's in the afternoon. Um, and today, I am playing Cheshire. She is our glitchling druid of the stars, um, who may need a pilot intervention uh, because apparently now you know, I try to fly everything in every setting that we have. 
Um, so there we go. Um, announcements or shills. Um, come by tonight on my channel, Captain Starbun, to watch me build a Lego rocket. It's really cool. You should come really by cool. at 7 o'clock to watch it. You should. All right. And finally, before we begin, I just have a, uh, a couple of quick announcements. Just a quick reminder that the first week of November, that first weekend, the 4th, 5th, and 6th, is Extra Life, uh, our big charity fundraiser to help the Children's Miracle Network. In particular, usually our, our, our neck of the woods is the BC Children's Hospital. Uh, but we have players from all over North America joining us and maybe even further uh, helping their local children's hospitals. It's going to be a great time. 14 games over three days. Um, and I'm only running like two or three of them, which going to be fantastic uh you're going to see a lot of fantastic games a lot of really weird stuff and it's going to be a lot of fun last time we did this was in august we raised ten thousand and three dollars um, and we're going to try to break 20 grand um and that's 20 grand us because canadian we're at like a million dollars already because the exchange rate sucks um so that is coming up. Uh, also, other things this week, uh, we've got uh, Strixhaven, if you're on the Patreon, uh, ran by the amazing Krista. Uh, we also have uh, the return of Call of the Netherdeep, of course, on Tuesday. Uh, so long as th there's one technical issue that we're going to look at. So uh, keep keep that in mind. The game will most likely run. We Things have constantly been catching on fire in the Dorktales tech side of things, like Robin's computer. And... Uh, yeah, it is. It has been an issue, uh, but it should be fine. Uh, and then Wednesday is the uh, the end of part one of season four of uh, the Shards of Nern. So you definitely want to check for the end of a giant fight there. Uh, and then the final announcement that I have to make is that Dork Tales has partnered with Elder Brain. That's right. The Elder Brain itself has contacted us and asked that we help promote their new Kickstarter. So I am happy to do so and tell you a tiny bit right now about Torrents of the Spell Hoarder, a three 100-page 5e adventure module campaign with player options primarily based on survey details from members of its community. Uh, it's a high-level adventure that can be played as a sequel to one of its previous or on its own. Has lots of subclasses, feats, spells, maps, magic items, all sorts of stuff. It's seafaring and exploration, so if you like the kind of stuff that Spelljammer is putting forward, but you want something a little less spacey and a little more, like a little more grounded in the waves, this might be the module for you. If you check it out using the link below or the link in our chat if you're watching on Twitch uh, and you back it using that link, Dorktales gets a, a cut of the proceeds at no additional cost to you. So if you're going to buy the book anyway, use our link and uh, check it out. The It looks fantastic. It is uh, com it is created from the feedback of hundreds of D&D &D fans. Uh, and yeah, mob rule can't be wrong, right? But seriously, check it out. It looks like a great book. I was considering backing it before I realized that I was poor. Um, <laughs> sometimes my bank account just... It totally worked out. It worked out. Maybe. And if enough of you back it and, and poke me about it, maybe I will run it. There you go. All right. Uh, so anyway, that is my shilling for that. Uh, does anybody have any questions, comments, concerns before we begin? All right. That doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> Let's go spell jam a ship. All right. Uh, I don't have any radio announcement intro pre-written for this. Uh, so we can jump right in or I can improv one. What do you what do you think? Improv it! I mean, I was about to start chanting improv or even just chanting okay. intro. So okay. good luck. Ready? But I'm, I'm gonna judge you personally and severely on the quality of this intro. Okay. No, you say that after. 
Alright, ready? Let us begin. Spelljammer. Light of Xerixis. arrive at the Rock of Brawl and find their contact, Commodore Crux, a washed-up gif or gif shipmate, sharing a tale of tragedy. Commodore Crux agrees to join the crew and brings them to his vessel, the Second Wind. However, on the trek to the Second Wind, the characters were attacked by several Astral Elf warriors, some of which were connected in ways that were unexpected. After defeating them, the characters hightailed it toward the ship with hopes of making it to a contact that could help them save their world. World, world. <laughs> and now we're back. All right. That was delightful. Thank yeah, you, thank you, well thank you. I, I, you could barely tell I forgot his name midway through after saying it once. <laughs> <laughs> Balls and a half. Okay. Um, all right. And with that, let us begin our adventure. You rush along the docks, making your way quickly down toward what would be the water in any place that you were accustomed to. Around you, you see stately galleons, sleek cutters that re resemble flying fish, and warships built to look like hammerhead sharks, lining the docks of Brawl. Crux waves his arm toward a craft that seems somewhat modest by comparison, but to you, it looks like a flying hunk of junk. The ship's sails are patchwork, mended canvas forming a jigsaw pattern as they flap in astral winds, and its hull seems barely held together by thick vines that bind it like rope. Its strangest feature is the full-grown tree sprouting from the aft deck, but unlike the tree that you saw on that Githyanki commander's vessel earlier this day, it is not a stately tree, but a drunken tree end, vaguely swaying in the breeze, slightly senile looking, with a large red apple nose. Crux looks at it pridefully. Ah, the second wind! Mm, isn't she a beauty? Positively stunning. <laughs> what, was positively st <laughs> what was positively stunning was your shot work earlier, my dear friend. Oh, you are, yes, that um, was delightful. Mm. Yes. It was very delightful. Right. Quickly, we have not much time. We must head aboard and set sail before the news of our <laughs> massacre. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, they were your friends. Uh, hmm. um, well, uh, our our really triumphant victory over uh, a planned uh, assassination become known. Ooh, and he's gonna step forward and kind of grab onto a bit of a bit of cargo on the dock and brace himself. Ooh, I feel a bit sick. I feel uh, uh. Mm. Oh, swallowed it. We're all good. Um, <laughs> we're all good. Oh gosh. I'm so glad that doesn't affect me. Uh, he's might right. throw up oil. I've seen it. Um, ahoy there! Ahoy! Just, just one small problem. Um, uh, ahoy there! Felandra! Felandra! Uh, and as you approach, uh, anyone with a passive perception of 15 or more are going to notice the dock 
docks over here. This is kind of the, the cheaper area of the docks. There are other ships around, but they seem to be giving a bit of a berth, no pun intended, uh, to this old ramshackle vessel. Uh, just in case it scratches them type of thing. It's like, you know, parking a couple of spots away from like the van with the wolf stencil on the side of it, you know? You don't, they have, no, they have nothing to lose. And you have a brand new, like, I don't know, probably a Toyota. Um, this is the Pinto of the Skies right here. And uh, <laughs> it's the it's the, it's the the Astro Van of the Skies. Um, as okay, you are approaching, pretty. anybody with a passive perception of 15 are going to notice that there are a pair of people aboard this vessel aside from the treant that is part of the living, that is the living portion of the living ship. Uh, one is going to be a, a Hazudi who is um, working along the rigging and quickly restitching uh, parts of the sails that have been been shredded or cut away. Uh, and another is a tiefling. Uh, now this tiefling is red-skinned with uh, a long hood and a barbed red tail that swishes behind her as she quickly works about the deck, uh, trying to sort and organize things as she goes. You'll see that she has long, thin, tapering horns jutting back from her forehead, kind of in like a swish, like they've almost been swept back by an errant hand. Um, although one of them breaks off about two inches past the scalp. You'll see that they are both plunging through a dark hood that she keeps about herself as she works. And as Crux calls out, she approaches the, the edge of the gangplank and looks down at you all. I see. What do you want, old man? I'm, uh, uh, I, I need access to my vessel, uh, Felardra. Old man. I've rented this boat. Legally, it's mine. If you want it back, you'll have to buy me out. Oh, yeah. How much? I, I believe I uh, I owe uh, uh, the rest of the balance on the leases. Uh, minus the six. Uh, f 400 gold pieces. 3,000 gold pieces. I have a very lucrative job coming very soon. And if you don't how pay it off, I would lose that much money. How much did we get? Uh, you got 7,000. Look back at the group. Uh, Worth the escape? Anybody who wants to, while you're I hearing this stuff, so. I won't do it for less than 3,000. Take it or leave Seems it. Very haggleable. Tana will whisper to, to you. Anybody wants to make an insight check? May. Sure. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 26. 26. Oh, uh, me. 17. 17? Okay. Uh, the DC is 15. Uh, and if you succeed, you can tell that she is bluffing. She is willing to take under 3,000 gold. Crux is going to stammer and... Uh, I, uh, I, must, I must ask Alice, for a bit of... What's the difference of 1,600? I can't ask that much from you. I, I would... I, would I, 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 have a, I have a... Here. I am a man of my word. Uh, <laughs> and I will... Um, here. If, if you're willing to offer that. Uh, and as you say that, uh, he is going to reach into his belt, pull out one of his pistols, 
his musket pistols, uh, and is going to push it at you, Francis. Until the balance is repaid. Good collateral. Does everyone agree? So apparently 1600. Take it or leave it. Uh, make me a persuasion roll. You mean take... Coming right up. T- you said take it or leave it to do that? Make it with a disadvantage. Can I? <laughs> uh, what would you like to say to try to offset that? Uh, we are going on a grand adventure with perhaps even more winnings. All right, make it flat. Make it flat. Oh, okay. <laughs> flat coming up. Uh, I would like to add my determination to that. Okay, yeah, you do. <laughs> to make that a 17. A 17? Yeah. Ooh, oh boy. Oh boy. Um, like right off the bat, let's throw that on there. Okay, so Cheshire, that is your determination. All right. Take it or leave it. You mean take it or leave you? If you have 16, then you have 2,000. 2,000 is my... is my basement. And as she says that, she's going to reach down and grab the ropes that attach the gangplank and start to lift and shove it off of the boat. <laughs> like, she's doing it very performatively. I mean, like, oh, oh. How, how Can I fly onto the ship? Uh, Similar you, question. You could try it. Mool was going to say something first. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mool's just raising their their hand going like, if it's just a little bit more gold that's the problem, here's my portion. And we'll just like shove all 1,400 gold. <laughs> I, I'm perfectly fine with 2,000. Is there, how so whatever's missing... All right, so uh, me. we got to get out of here. Cheshire is, sounds wonderful. Cheshire is going to, to board the boat. Yeah, I, I guess halfway through, if they're saying that, I'd be like, all right, 2000 is fine. And she's just going like, to land on, on one, of, one of the rails. Okay. As you were floating up at the beginning of that, you could see that her hand kind of like, like jumped to her hip. She was definitely willing to knife you in the throat for illegally boarding her vessel. But if you're going to pay, she seems okay with it. <laughs> well, then by all means, welcome aboard. I don't know if I want to get on this boat. I mean, they seem to have the red skin, hooded, uh, nice tail and horny thing covered already. Do we really need two of us? No, yeah, but come you now. You're so not well, that right? horny, and one of theirs is broken. Yeah. That's true. Totally really different. The... Totally you different. You said there's further adventure? We're running from a bunch of elf murderers at the moment. Plenty of adventure. Who murdered elves? That was stupid. Um, technically well, I was... we did. They tried they to murder us. us. Yes. Ah, I see. Well... They were killed in elf defense. Uh, we will need to... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What? Oh, I get it now. They were they were killed <laughs> over oh, like a boat. <laughs> oh my god. 
that's <laughs> exactly. Uh, we we will need a spell, Jammer fell, fell Andra. I'm certain that uh, you'd be willing to. Yes, for an additional thousand, I could be your spell jammer. Um, I mean, what's really involved? Uh, you must be a caster and willing to take on the ship's burden. Like, wait, what is the ship's that? burden? That's exciting. It means that you're piloting in it. You're controlling it, and you are sharing a psychic and metaphor metaphorical and metaphysical load with it. What does that feel like? Undescribable. Well, now I have to try this. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I was going to say, why don't I? <laughs> we could share. Does anyone have dice? Perhaps we could roll to see who goes first, because I'm game too. Can we do this aboard uh -huh. the ship? Absolutely. We should do this aboard I'm the already ship, on man. the ship. <laughs> um, yes, you you are. Um, good show. <laughs> um, jolly good. Um, well, shall we? Yeah, it makes sense to me. And yeah. Absolutely. Get on the ship. All right, so boarding the vessel, uh, you will all hop aboard, and um, I'm guessing that you don't have much that you need in terms of setup. You don't have much what, cargo supplies? with you. Mm -hmm. We don't have any, actually. It's just us. I, I'm losing cargo every minute until I get these wounds properly addressed, to be honest. Okay, well, why don't you get your wounds addressed, and I'll start by oh, doing the... Hmm. I'll accompany you for 25% of, uh, of the treasure. Otherwise, I think it is best that I depart. Sounds fair to me. 25% isn't even a fair share. No, it's not. But life isn't ah, fair. See ya. Have a nice day. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Off our boat. S scram. Get gone. You still here? Or are you, like, planning on negotiating? Rack, I know you're really sensitive about, you know, two red, like, broody hooded red skin horny figures but don't, really, don't stereotype there's me enough, there's enough to go around actually I don't think there is and she will take nope. the 2000 gold and will quickly depart um, Aww, have a good life fun. bye later don't let the door hit you on the way out no uh, yeah, she does not want to be paid enough for this. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not a friend. Honestly, I, I imagine we would have gotten along swimmingly, but, um, well. Oh, don't worry. I'm more than enough. Um, no, well, we should. No. <laughs> um, uh, well, um, hmm. Uh, in that case, uh, we should uh, continue to uh, to get ready and and head out. Um, and uh, Mr. Filch, Mr. Flinch, you still here? 
and there will be a noise of someone flipping through the air and then landing just at the bottom of uh, of the mask, gra mask grabbing on with his feet, a Hadouzi dressed in very fanciful, like vest, pants, a slight like, like sh um, sleeveless jacket dangling upside down that he will hold up with his tail. Hello there, Mr. Filch, once again at your service, sir. Mr. Flinch. Flinch? Why'd you have to say Filch? Flinch now Filch? it's stuck in my head. Flinch. <laughs> Flinch. Oh, sorry, um, Mr. Flinch. Fantastic um, to meet you, sir. Do mm, a little bow. Mm. Who are you wearing today? Hmm, that would be much nicer if you actually supplemented it with a bit of purple, honestly. And you, you're wearing too much purple, if I don't mind saying so. Uh, you with the purple hair, you can, you're coordinating purple with purple with purple. It doesn't work, okay? Look, you I need... like purple, okay? Well, great, you can look like a giant grape. <laughs> anyway, nice to meet well, you. Wonderful uh, to meet you. Hmm. But have you considered a purple ribbon for you? And honestly, the blue is a bit much. Can we discuss this in the sky? I'm not piloting. Let's go, whoever is. Uh, All right. Okay. I volunteer uh, Tana as tribute. <laughs> Cheshire Wait. Tana. Do you guys want to <laughs> rock, paper, scissors for the first one? I, I, I'm quite excited at the chance of piling. It seems like a, a wonderful experience, but I was recently slightly impaled. Um, <laughs> I want you know, to, to taking care of that first. Cheshire, it's all yours. Sounds good. <laughs> Go attune yourself as quickly as possible. The chair Just is down below. Us. And, and She's going to uh, float down the hallway. Sacrificial. I'm here. I will show you. I will show you. <laughs> Um, please tell me that they are capable of such endeavors. No? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> oh, balls and bollocks. We're really good at learning on the fly. <sighs> I, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm a perfect example of that. I'd never shot a gun before. Hmm. And he's going <gasps> to groan and head beneath deck. And as well, as no, he heads beneath, case, Mr. Flinch is going to uh, to lean forward and look at Francis and just kind of like, kind of measure up his girth. Hmm. Have you ever thought about doing bandoliers? Show off your natural musculature. Bandolier? Oh. Mm. Plus, great place to keep ammunition. Also, these pants, what are you thinking? You could easily have big, stonking pockets off the side of them. Would increase your thigh size and, uh, well, I guess it would make you look kind of boxy. Gif are not known for having particularly long legs. You're very torso long. Hmm. But additional pockets could be handy. I mean, I seldom need more than my hammer, but uh, that sounds positively delightful. Oh, hammers are old school. You're oh, using guns now. Hmm. I wonder if I yeah. can have a gun in the hammer so when I hit it, blows out the end. Talk to Cheshire about that one. He's just going to look <laughs> at you. <laughs> I have no idea about that, but take my... Take, 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 take my uh, suggestion about the bandoliers. 
I'll take it into consideration and the pockets. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, down below, uh, Commodore Crux is going to walk you through the 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 belly of his ship, and uh, as he does, he is going to walk you down below along these winding. They're not super clean. They're not filthy, but it's definitely seen its share of patching. It hasn't been scrubbed nearly enough. Um, and as he is taking you through the belly of it, he will open the door to um, to the spell jamming room in the below decks. And there she is. The heart and soul of my ship. And you will see in front of you. Now you are on the other vessels where you saw the flowing crystalline elven spell jamming chair. And then you had hints of what probably was in the nautiloid vessel. Probably some type of of cellophopod but with bones type of chair. And here you see that there is an antique chair with golden upholstery. And arms sculpted to look like smiling dolphins. And as you look at it, he beams at you. My pride and joy. And the right arm falls off. <laughs> um, is it supposed to do... Oh, do she's just... Falling off a, thing? Uh, I, I, I've been meaning to glue that. It, it should be fine. Here, just hold on. It, he'll walk up to it and kind of thrust it back on. Like, like if you've ever had a recliner where the like side panel falls open, it's just... Mm-hmm. Puka, puka, puka. Um, a little bit of glue and it'll be fine. We'll fix that later. We'll fix that later. Um, as you enter the room, your nose is assaulted by the scent of of old ale and beer farts. Oh, yuck. It is, it is a dad chair. Oh, no. Uh, however, it is hovering above the ground and stabilized by green crystals uh, that are projecting a green circle onto the floor. Uh, I suppose you should uh, make yourself uh, attuned. Uh, please uh, get get used to it. Um, I will. Uh, once you are, um, uh, I will. Uh, please don't crash my ship. All right, sounds good. She's gonna go hop into the chair. Okay, it kind of squelches a little. Yuck! It's more like. Mm. Hmm. Oh. All right. Um, um, all right. Um, call up when it's uh, safe to to head out. Uh, uh. <clears throat> all right. So it'll take you about an hour to attune to that of of kind of getting used to it. Uh, upstairs. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? As Mister Flinch uh, kind of looks around and all right. So uh, Mister Flinch and okay and then wreck. Okay, so um, that is okay, and Rack and Muli. Yes, that makes sense. And then um, Tana Starbell, Francis, and that one down below is Cheshire. Understood. All right, now that I have all of your names, uh, what I what I really need to ask you, and it's very important, is um, what are those? And he kind of points at Rex's feet. <laughs> Rex, Rex gonna instantly narrow his eyes like, don't start with me. <laughs> Tana's gonna do a want... snore laugh and then go back to bandaging herself and go, no making me laugh while I'm doing this. Excuse you. I, I will seriously break one of these off. <laughs> I mean, from the looks of it, you're not that far away. 
I know, right? I don't know how he walks anywhere. It's called a pedicure, honey. There's oh, you better work. Fine. He'll <laughs> climb and start, start like just going back to work stitching. He's he's very tailor focused. Um, so getting a look at the ship, uh, Commodore Crux will come and give you a quick walk around so that you understand the basis of the ship. Uh, a living ship, of course, does have a living creature on it. His is a tree ant that lives at the at the the top of the ship, named Starbow. Starbow, pardon me, Starbow. Um, uh, the tree ant just doesn't even respond to you. Um, he just doesn't seem to care. He's just, this is living. Uh, nearby, you can see there are a bunch of, uh, of mini pult manganel stones nearby that the tree ant actually can throw his himself. Um, but the ship is also equi equipped with two jolly boats, which are like basically like rowboats. Uh, and, um, and then besides that, uh, the two jolly boats, by the way, are named Lil Little Boom and Big Bluster. Um, and uh, beside that, there is a, a ballista that requires three crew to man. So it is a, a pretty lovely ride, all things considered. Uh, but besides that, while you have time, anybody who wants to may take a short rest. Goodness, Quick yes, question. please. What was I'll the name that. of the treant? Starbow. Starbow. So, I will. <clears throat> yeah, Starbow is how it's pronounced, right? Starbow. All right. Okay. Okay. Rick is going to find a, a comfy spot underneath the tree, and as much as the tree is not listening, he'll probably recite... I come from a planet that used to have all sorts of trees, just like you. They were big and majestic. I'll probably never see them again. So, you're about it. I guess you're a pretty nice tree. I don't suppose you, like, change colors in different seasons. Wait, we're in space. You don't have seasons. And you'll just continue like that nonstop. <laughs> the tree will occasionally shrug, but doesn't interject. He's honestly one of the better conversationalists you've personally ever met. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, so anybody who is interested in taking a short rest to regenerate any of their hit points uh, may easily do so. Yeah, I uh, did so. I actually still have a hit die left and I'm healed. Wow. Wow. Yeah. My D8s. Alright. I'm always startled out of Warlock as a D8. I always think I'm a D6 and I have to right? read like, well, You need oh, those right. extra hit points. hit points. Like a D6. <laughs> ones are test rolls, right? Uh, ones are test rolls. Ones are test rolls. You got to make sure the dice is the right <laughs> dice. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Followed by a two. Yeah, you're gonna take that too. You get your con though, right? You get your con on top. Yeah, on every die as well. And you oh. guys are level six, so you should have quite I a few. I forgot about that. Yeah, never mind. I rolled too many dice. I'm super healed. <laughs> so healed. Mm -hmm. All right. So after about about an yeah, hour back up of resting, getting getting things ready, loading any uh, any residual things that were on the dock from that you uh, bought off of uh, Fell Ardra, Adra, Fell Adra. Yeah, it's Fell Adra. 
Ardra. No, it's Ardra. I was wrong. I was wrong the entire time. Um, um, after getting that loaded up, uh, you are going to feel the ship shiver slightly. Down beneath the decks, Cheshire, you are going to finally attune to the ship. You're going to have this feeling of pins and needles that spreads from the front of your scalp and just kind of stretches down kind of over your entire body. It's like your entire body briefly falls asleep. Uh, but mostly it's focused on your butt. Because that's the part that's touching the, the chair. Your butt and your scalp. Um, so, while attuned to the spell jamming helm and sitting on it, you gain the following abilities for as long as you maintain concentration. You may use the spell jamming helm to move the ship through space, air, or water up to the ship's speed. The sh if the ship is in space or no more objects weighing one ton or within one mile of it, uh, you can use the spell jamming ham helm to travel uh, one million miles in 24 hours. You can steer the vessel, albeit in somewhat clumsier fashion, in much the same way that a rudder or oars uh, can be used to maneuver a seafaring ship. Um, and anytime you can see or hear what is happening on board the vessel, as though you were standing in a location of your choice aboard it. So you have omniscience on the ship. Um, so, uh, and if Fel had been paid a little more, she would have done this. Uh, you can use an action to transfer uh, your spell jamming helm attunement to a willing spellcaster as an action. So you can literally turn to someone who's willing and go, tag, you're in charge now, sit down. Ha <laughs> ha so and uh that's this really cool <clears throat> yeah that's really nice mm -hmm. in the middle of a gunfight we don't have to wait an hour for someone to to take over the wheel mm -hmm. so yeah. you have these abilities as long as you maintain concentration as if concentrating on a spell okay uh, and <clears throat> now i'm imagining is... that her oh mm -hmm. go ahead no please oh i was gonna say i'm imagining that her like attunement to this chair because she is like a construct a druid Mm -hmm. is almost like less that she's sitting on it and more that like her body is physically like attaching to it. Okay. Uh, like she's wild shaping. So you're kind of like fusing almost. a little bit to it, like like wires yeah. and circuitry and stuff is popping out? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm imagining with it. That's kind of body horror gross. I like it. Let's go with it. I'm here for it. Yeah, we're, we're all sickos. Mm -hmm. Can confirm. Can confirm. All right. So um, that means that you are down in the lower decks, uh, but can perceive everything that is happening aboard. Uh, because this is an older vessel and because the Spelljammer is not always necessarily telepathic, I'm going to say that the second wind is installed with a tube. Basically, an old brass funnel and tube, almost like a beer bong, uh, that is set up right next to the chair so that you can talk to who's on the main deck. Oh, I that's awesome. I love those things. All right. So good. So I think that that's fair to say probably is here. I, I yeah. Because <clears throat> honestly, and how else I, would they do it? And I guess like right, you know, after she refinishes as Bongo said, jacking in. 
<laughs> She'll probably, you know, just announce it. You know, I, I think we're ready to go. Um, excellent. Good, 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 good. I'm very excited about this. Please don't crash, crash my ship. All right. Let's... I think it's our ship right now. Um, I... I'm not there. Never mind. No, you're there. You're. Um, <laughs> it's being said through the pipe. Oh, it's just through the pipe. Yes. Okay. I can so... perceive everything on the ship. Um. Yes. Yes, you can. Please don't use that uh, during changing hours. Of course not. I'm not that kind of oh. sick. Good. Very good. Alright, let's get out of here then. Um, so can I try to pull the ship out of port? You absolutely can. Um, Alright. What do you want me to roll for this? You don't have to roll anything. Oh, really? Nope, you just do it. You just do it. Oh. Alright, so cool. you... You do a pull That's away, wild. and suddenly there is a jerk beneath you, and you are going to veer away from the dock. Well, you know what? Actually, it's your first time. Why don't you make me a wisdom plus mm, wisdom plus athletics roll All or right. acrobatics? Beep. Okay, Beep. let's go. Beep. Beep. So I'm going to say it's Wisdom right. Visitor Spellcasting Mod. Mm-hmm. That's going to be that, that, that. Um, it is going to be a 14. A 14? Okay, that's enough to basically back out of a parallel parking spot, particularly when I've said that people are giving you a wide berth. Fair enough. Okay, so you're going to float in space, and then... There's going to be an awful feeling in everybody's stomach as Cheshire realizes that because it's space, she hadn't necessarily accounted for three-dimensionality and the ship is going to just <laughs> vertically drop about a hundred feet in like a second. Like it's one of those rides at a, at a carnival. Oops. And then you're going to and right yourself and begin to, to fly, to fly, well, as straight as any of our characters could fly. Oh, sorry about that. This is my first time doing this. So. Is that supposed to happen? I have no <laughs> idea, but it did. All right, and with that, you begin to head out. Um, you do you just push out into into space? Yeah, into I think space. I think so. She right. she wasn't given any direction where to go, so. All right. Pulling away, you fly away from the Rock of Brawl, and as you do, you make pretty good speed. Pushing outward, once you are definitely beyond the horizon line and your air bubble breaks from that of the Rock of Brawl, Commodore Crux gathers you all around and stays near the uh, near the, the funnel for you to be able to speak, uh, but knows that you can kind of see everything. All right. Now that we're safe... My plan. We need to go to another wild space system. Called Doom Space. No, it sounds bad. Doom Trust me. Space. It's not our doom that we should be worried about. It is the doom that we plan to bring to the Xerixian Empire. It's the enemies of the Xerixian Empire 
are forming a coalition inside of Doomspace. I believe that it's our only hope of saving your planet and the planets of others. I... I don't know much about Doomspace, personally. However, I have a friend who does. So, we need to go see Topola. My friend Topola, who is a wizard and knows very much about this. He's also a, a, a cartographer. Um, and, um, I'm, oh, I can't speak today. I uh, guess she is an amazing cartographer. And, um, she will be able to help us. Um, <laughs> yes, this is the beginning of a grand adventure, my friends. Well, we're beginning grand adventures. Um, have we done a stockpile of our supplies yet? Mm. How far is this friend of yours? What What's below decks? I've sort of been somewhat distracted up here. Of course, of course. Um, there should be food and drink aboard. Um, let's see. Um, what I love that there should be. Uh, well, I mean, there should be. Uh, uh, there always is a bit. And sure enough, there is down at the crew deck. Uh, you'll be able to find that there are. Um, there's a lot to this ship. There's enough for. Let's take a look at the living ship and see what mm -hmm. it's. Uh, I think Tana might take like an actual inventory. That sounds great. Which does not mean that you need to give me an inventory, but. <laughs> All right, that sounds even greater. Um, okay, yeah. let's swap like, over. Let, let me know if we're running out of supplies and stuff, but she's a nerd. She's going to go be a nerd. All right, so looking at the ship and, and what kinds of things it has. Uh, so, um, besides having the fully grown treant, there is, of course, the treant. Uh, there is a, a main hall that you will be able to reach basically as soon as you step back into the stern castle. Um, and then there are stairs in the stern castle that lead down into, oh, pardon me, the stern castle is the top thing. Uh, so into the, the back hallway, uh, there is both a head. So, hey, you can poop out into the ocean, which, or in the wild space, which is great. Uh, there is a storage room immediately off there, as well as the, the bridge at the, the back of the ship. Um, which is not where the spell, I guess, you know, that is where the spell jammer would be itself, not in the Spelljammer's quarters. Um, so at the very back of the ship, and then down at the lower decks, there is um, there is a sail locker, a Spelljammer's quarters, captain's quarters, uh, crew quarters, of which there are two, uh, enough bunks for about a dozen people. Um, and then, oh, pardon me, there are about about for five on top, about five on top of the Spelljammer and the, um, uh, and the captain uh, himself. There is a stateroom. Uh, there are spare hammocks in in the very lowest deck as well, uh, if people need another place to, s to stay, uh, as well as, uh, of course, the usual, like, galley and pantry and so on. Um, so for those that you can see, I have a map of the ship. So it's got four decks, including, like, the little half deck on top that the tree is planted in. Um, the main deck is where you will load onto, and then down beneath that is the crew deck, and down beneath that uh, is the um, the cargo deck, which you probably won't spend too much time on. 
And Kelly. Use. The, just to orient a bit better, you said the spell jamming chair was, where is it, the back of the main deck? I'm going to say, yeah, it's 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 mm -hmm. in, uh, if you're looking at a map, it's room three, but it's at the back of the of the main deck. Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. So Perfect. I will move Fel Ardra off because I was not sure if she was accompanying you. So I will just pop that there. And I will have the Hadazi be working in the sail locker below deck. And the rest of you are free to move about as you see fit. Uh, but the bridge is at the back of the ship there. Mm. All right. So whereabouts are we going and how do I get there? Um, yes, of course. Uh, second star to the right and then six more stars past it and then straight on till afternoon tea. <laughs> Sounds good. And <laughs> using those instructions, Kelly, how viable is it that she can actually figure out where they're going? Pretty, pretty viable, actually. Um, you can see outside the ship, and he kind of points out and gives you a rough direction to aim at. Uh, if we, if okay. we, it's, it's only a good millionish miles, so we should be able to reach it by afternoon tea. Sounds good. She will point the ship and off we go. All right. Well, that should be very easy. Uh, the rest of you, it is, um, let's see what time is it right now. About. Uh, I suppose it's uh, maybe a little before afternoon tea. Uh, but speaking of tea, if we're going to be remaining up, any of you who would like to rest, please do. Uh, but would anyone else care for a drink? I, I think... could certainly use one. Good, good, good. Uh, Earl Grey or um, I suppose I might have some chamomile. Mm. Earl Grey. Mm. Please, thank you. Uh, after my own heart again. Um, I'll join. I um, I could use some caffeine, something to uh, offset. Um. Everything I want to thank you. In these brief minutes, hours that we've known each other, we've managed to recuperate a bit of hope, hope into this old heart. The thought of taking the fight back makes it easier to see out of anything but the bottom of a bottle. Mm. Offer a hanky. <laughs> I, I am not a, a sentimental man, but I am proud to meet you and my new friends. To have you by my side. We's well. Mm -hmm. It's been quite delightful to meet you. Even though you pointed a gun at me, it was honestly quite charming. Well, um, I've had worse introductions. Much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get me sober. And many, many questions I have for you, and I hope you don't mind. I'm going to pepper you with them. Oh, please, you can... Any spice that you would like, my dear friend. <clears throat> Wonderful. Wonderful. 
Wait. Are you a... Are you a... The what? I don't mean to be rude, but are you, um... You, you don't appear very ladylike, but uh, at the same time, I... I detect a, a hint of a falsetto in your voice. Um... Mm. I mean, hey, whatever, whatever, whatever jams your spell. <laughs> um, to, to be perfectly honest, the uh, I was like I said, I was raised by giants. Um, they didn't much know what to do with me. Um, so I uh, just was raised somewhere in the middle, and I've always oh, been quite comfortable there. Oh, if you're comfortable, there's no reason to 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 expand on that unless you feel like you wish to explore. Um, but, um, interesting, yes. Um, seems to be quite no. common. I have leaning in with a, with a small, a small sly grin. Oh, are feelings of exploration common among your people? <laughs> Looking at Francis. We are natural explorers. I can imagine, I can imagine. <laughs> you have worn your fair share of, you were saying? Uh, Oh, my fair share of gowns, um, but also my fair share of suits. Um, uh, depends on the day. Exploring is just so much fun, isn't it? It Gosh, is grand. the tube. <laughs> the together tube. You have, you have to say something before you say something. That is terrifying. <laughs> tube. Ding dong. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Please be the voice of the vessel. Oh, so it's the sky train noise. Computer. <laughs> yes, Captain Crack. Uh, Commodore, yes, yes. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, well, set sail for Doom Space. Absolutely, Commodore Crux. And with that, there is the steam of a kettle. And tea is served. It is a, a scrumptious and lovely affair because there are some scones and cookies and some hardtack. A bit, a bit drier than you would expect. Um, well, unless you've had hardtack, in which case it is actually exactly as you expect. Um, as you uh, as you are enjoying that and drifting through space, the strange sensation of having this connection with the spell gemming here, uh, spell gemming helm, um, is constantly along your body Cheshire it is it's almost like kind of floating when you shut your eyes like floating in an isolation pod and as you spend a bit of time having some tea and hard tack and really getting a sense of this vessel and yourselves and taking a breather the freedom of wild space washes over you. The speed and the feeling of pushing out into the unknown ripples over you. And then it fades away abruptly, like incredibly so. It feels like your entire soul is suddenly brake checking itself. And all of you on board are going to feel that quick deceleration that you've come to know as something bad coming your way. 
Looking around, you can see, all of you on the front deck, that closing in from behind is a gigantic, bioluminescent, jellyfish-like creature. In front of it... Well, pardon me, inside of it, inside of its kind of translucent dome of a, of a headpiece, you will see a flamboyantly dressed figure with blue skin and blue-black to purple hair standing within it. It's gaining. What's that? Um, Not sure what this is, but we've got company. Uh, it's a, it's a, um, an, 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 an aesthetic. An aesthetic? Uh, it's an aesthetic. Yes, a, um, a, 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 a je jelly, a je what the hell is that, actually? Is that a, is that a Rhaegar? Hello, why are you approaching? Are you in need of aid? And well, as Tira was about to leave you two awkwardly alone. There is going to be a sudden shimmer of energy. A magical doorway appears on the main deck of your vessel. This flamboyantly dressed figure steps through it, brandishing a trident, and the doorway closes behind them. Sparkling light surrounds the figure. Heading to Topolis Tower, are we? I don't think so. My friends in the Xerixian Empire don't want you meddling in their affairs. But forgive me, I haven't introduced myself. My name is Hastain. When the elves came looking for a suitable world to nourish their dying star, I suggested yours. <laughs> it isn't every day that I get to witness the destruction of a planet. I promise it will end beautifully. Even if you're not alive to see it. And what? I would like an initiative no. roll. <laughs> That's quite if, the intro. If you, weren't, if you weren't reading module stuff, I was like, no, he she, he squished it. They're, they're dead. <laughs> they're squished. I know, I know, I know. Say their name. <laughs> 20 on initiative. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. I know, I know. I could see you guys bracing um, to get punch me in the face. Yeah. Um, so, so did I. <laughs> Did you? Nice, nice. All right, so pop your initiatives in Dex. my chat, please. Mine is let... one Dex, I always forget. Okay. And I just need to pull up his stats. Hydrate. Oh yes, everyone hydrate. You're going to need it. Okay. I do appreciate that we often go in initiative order that, like, makes sense. Because it's like, okay, Speedy Monk, Casters, and then the Big Booms. All right. So, uh, let's take a look at this. All right. So, top of the initiative, Wreck, you got a total of 24. Okay, good for you. So, that's going to be Wreck first. Uh, followed by actually Tana followed by Hastain I'm just as surprised as you are uh, followed by uh, then it is going to be Cheshire 
then Francis, and okay, then it is going to be Mool, and down rolling a four uh, is going to be Crux. All right, uh, top of the initiative, Wreck. What would you like to do? This guy is down on the main deck. He's just appeared through a uh, a shimmering portal. You know, as you do, really. Uh, Wreck was probably like uh, talking about how he misses his planet and all that, and just didn't stop the entire like short rest about uh, all the things he misses. He was like, oh, I'm gonna miss like uh, breakfast. I'm gonna miss lunch. I'm gonna miss rocks. I'm gonna miss. And then the, this guy appears out of nowhere like and starts starts opining about uh, destroying his planet, and his eyes probably open wide. And without so much as a second thought, he starts running down the stairs on the railing, and then uh, gives the final punctuation in the guy's statement uh, as a drop kick to the face. When I see it, <laughs> all right, go ahead and make me an attack roll. So I'm not gonna add anything fancy this round. I'm just gonna gonna hit him with a boot. Uh, uh, seven, fourteen. So I got a fourteen, a sixteen, and a twenty-three. Okay, uh, the twenty-three will hit. Okay. Oh, he's a tough guy. Oh yeah. Okay. I am going to hit him with a... Where's my amount? There it is. Uh, hit him with an 11. Okay, 11 points of damage? Yeah. Alright, so um, as you take a swing at him, you can't defeat me! He blocks one of your blows, or they block one of your blows, I'm pretty sure. Do they have a... Does he? I'm curious. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Yeah, no, they're there. Obviously, there um, is going to. They are going to whip out their trident and start like blocking your feet as you go. Um, your second attack is going to f sail through, and just the glory they are exuding is actually going to make you pull your punch back out of just a, a momentary bit of awe. I am not even kidding. How glorious they are adds to their AC. I need to play this, this race from now on. Uh, but your last one is going to sail up and do a nice solid kick in the hip. And you're going to hear a, a slight crunchy noise. Wise. Displeasurable. All right. Uh, all right. So, Rec, you have ran up and done that. Uh, what is going to happen with Tana. Um, I think it is time to do fancy witch bolts. Have to reload the page here, unfortunately. There we go. Uh, so I have oh, to cast I... everything at level three, so it's going to be a big chonky one, but I need to do can, a Can range... I use my bonus action to disengage too? Uh, yes, you may. Okay. Uh, would, do you have, uh, do you have something in Monk that allows you to do that? No, the fact that I'm a goblin. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And Ooh, is there a limited number of times funny. a goblin can do that? No. That's broken. I love it. <laughs> that is wild, actually. <laughs> goblin. <laughs> wild. He's small and oh, hard to get a, keep a hand on. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, and All right. Real quick, I... Does, do... I can spend determination on attack rolls, right? Yes, you can. You were just bought some. And did did Wreck have determination on the previous screen? I uh, thought he I... did, but... Hold I on. I will just so. quickly check. Uh, Wreck did, it. yes. Okay. Okay. So Wreck will still... So Cheshire's the only one that doesn't have it right now. Okay. Correct. All right. So okay. does a 19 hit? A uh, 19 will hit. Okay, awesome. So Tan is doing the, the usual pull something out of the book. Uh, in this case, she's going to pull out, you know, dark, spooky lightning bolts um, and blasticate for a bunch of D12s. Because this is at level three, I think it is three D12. Hang on. Yeah, target one D12. It's got the thing. Higher levels, second slot or higher. Yes. Okay, cool. So it's three D12, and then I can concentrate to keep doing ongoing lightning damage, which is okay. pretty, pretty hilarious. Sounds good. And how much does it do during that first round? Uh, 10, 21, holy cripes, 32? 30. I rolled a 10 and two 11s. Good, good job. This one D12 with, who's even on it? Is it, Oof. I think it's a Mr. Hemulin D12. <laughs> okay. What the hell? Ooh, I need some hurt thumbs, Good guys. job, I Mr. Hemulin. All right. So apparently, Cheshire, you have determination from earlier that someone rebought you. Good to know. So that's good. That should be back on the game now. Damn. All right. So your witch bolt is going uh, and to. And then also would like to to take a five foot step back further away from them because they have a trident and tridents are scary. They they are scary. They are indeed scary. I love to not be tridented. Okay. So uh, taking a step back, um, the now witch bolt still connects with this pulse of electricity, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and it is a concentration save? Uh, so it's basically, it's a rain spell attack. On hit, they take lightning damage. Mm -hmm. um, and on each of my turns for the, for the duration, I can take my action to deal 1d12 damage to them automatically. Um, mm -hmm. The spell ends of my action to do anything else. Um, or if they're outside of the range, which is 30 feet. I don't think it's something about concentration. I think I can just keep using my action to do it, but it takes my actual action on my, my follow-up turns. So it's something I can wondering... do on my turn because I had this up. So it is it is the duration. Oh, it is concentration, yes. Concentration Sorry, I, see it top. I just wanted to yeah. double check because they would know to attack you for damage if that was the case. Yes, ah, How dare you? Do you know who I am? No. Wait, do you'll I know learn. who they are? <laughs> Should you I have, know? You have no idea. <laughs> but don't worry, you'll learn all about me. And as they say that, they're going to raise their hand and out of the ground, another one of them will form. This one looking very much like a construct that is pieced together by dirt and wood and flecks of stardust that goes... And forges a brand new one of them. Uh, they are going to take that opportunity to back away and uh, duck for partial cover behind your uh, your cargo deck. The other one, however, immediately gets to go for its action, which I love, uh, and uh, because they cheat, and I think that's great. Um, he is going to turn and look at you, and in a very flamboyant voice that is also slightly robotic at the same time will be like aha uh -huh, uh, prepare yourself 
for Doom. And is going to uh, charge Tana uh, to uh, <laughs> I to think Tana help. will be very amused by this until the moment it charges her. All right. So uh, they are going to rush Tana. And I believe that the trident gives a reach of 10. Nope. Only five feet for a trident. Hmm. What do you know? You learn something new every oh. day in Dungeons and Dragons. Surprising. Especially when, when you stop playing with Pathfinder rules in your head. Uh, all right, they are going I will never to. Do that. I know they are going to charge Every you, and they are going to make most. two attacks on you. It's either really and good or bad. AC. <laughs> uh, so uh, first off, does an eleven hit you? No. <laughs> okay. Um, the it is going to charge you and you're going to shriek. It's going to stab directly into your stomach or where it was about a second ago, but instead it's going to be the side of the mask and you're going to hear as the trident gets lodged in the, in the side of the ship next to you. And it's going to like pull on it and it's stuck. It's going to pull on it and it's stuck and it's going to look up at you and go, normally this is much more impressive. This is really awkward. Yeah. This is awkward. Uh, I got a nat one. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled a four and a nat one. So uh, that sucked. Uh, let's go with uh, Cheshire. It is your turn. You are down below. What you doing? All right. So what kind of thing can I do with, with moving the ship around for my turn uh, like, obviously I can there, move the ship around as a spell uh, jammer that is your primary thing unfortunately is what you need yeah. to hire somebody really fair so, enough I mean you could try to uh, you could try to move it closer to whatever this creature is or keep it in range so that the treant can start hucking, hucking mangonel shells at it yeah I think my, my plan is here is um, get it in range of the treant so it can start. Yeah, can it. can she give advantage? Like, can she use the help action to give advantage to the treant? Uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say so. I'll say that like you can kind of angle it so that the treant has a better shot. Perfect. That sounds good to me. And I'll even let you roll for the treant on on its turn. Ooh, okay. Okay, and the Ent is going to roll, I'll say, actually, let's roll initiative for him, too, because he would wake up. Okay, so the Tree Ent is going to act before Crux. Good to know. I'll come back to, to the Ent on you, so Starbow will act, and you'll be able to roll on that. Um, kind of positioning it. The ship's going to bank up and kind of over, kind of forming like a T-shape against the other ship. Well, not the other ship, the, the jellyfish creature, um, which is going to be a little... Strange, because at once you feel that swoop in your stomach and also are going to be absolutely fine because gravity changes with you. It's the weirdest feeling that you've ever had. Uh, Francis, it is your turn, my friend. What would you like to do? Um, I am going to uh, chase this guy down. Um, I would presume I'd get an opportunity attack, but is there Triton still stuck in the wall? Uh, it is still stuck in the wall. He might try to, like, kick you. That's fine. Okay. 
He's welcome to try. Uh, does a 14 hit you? No. I don't have my shield out, but I, my AC's 15 without it. Okay. <laughs> Come back here. Kick. Come back here. <laughs> you plebeian. Uh, I'm gonna use my uh, gif ability. Or sorry, not my gif ability. My, my feet. Uh, my strike of the giants. Um to do some extra thunder damage. And right. I will roll with my hammer, please and thank you. Okay. All right, that so rushing is, over to uh, 16. All right, Can 16. Can I use my determination? You may. Is that your final answer? Okay. So what does that turn that it's to? It's my final answer. Uh, plus four, we're at okay. three, right? Plus three? You're at so that's three, uh, you're plus three. 19. All right, 19. roll me damage. Beautiful. Uh, so that's going to be a D10 because I'm not using my shield. So I'm double handing and a D4 of thunder damage. And can he make me a wisdom saving throw? Boy, he probably can't. Uh, let's find out. Ooh. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, Unnatural 13, 14. Damn it. <sighs> it's such a good thing. Damn, eh, good can't old. work every time. I know, but I wanted to go invisible. Um, that's not great. Um, and to be fair, not work every time. This hasn't worked. Once. Oh, has it not worked? <laughs> okay. I thought this was your your usual your usual stack, but no, no, that that's just straight damage, and you don't get to save for that. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Although I could, I could use my channel divinity, but I rolled well on my thunder damage, so okay. that's okay. Um, that's gonna be seven, seven regular damage and three light uh, thunder damage. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, you are going to smash down in into them, and they are gonna. <laughs> Is that the best you can do? Honestly, no. It felt a little weak. Perhaps I should try again. And he'll. <laughs> okay, give it to me. I, I can't roll again. They're just prepping oh, okay. for another Okay, okay. that sounds good. Yeah. All right. So, Francis, that is you. Mool, it is your uh, turn. So, uh, Mool's going to rage, of course, mm -hmm. and then is I... going to teleport over next to... Oh, my God. What am I doing? What am I doing? Not there. Clear. I'm struggling. Mool's going to teleport next to the person who showed up and invaded, on, invaded the ship. All right. Sounds um, good to me. And is going to then attack with their first part of their atta attack thingy. All right, that and sounds great. Is going to uh, roll a one to do so. Okay. All right, that first one. Uh, they are going to spin their blade around, and I'm going to take an opportunity attack against you for that nat one. Yep, huh. sounds good. Okay, that's a 17. To hit, that is a hit. Okay, uh, so as you surge up, uh, they are going to spin their uh, spin their trident around and slam it into you for mm, only six piercing damage, which is halved at least because um, rage. Oh, I totally should have gone first. Crap, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I didn't add my dex mod to my initiative. <laughs> I'm dumb. What a oh, mood. Well. Uh, that is... Why is it... 
Okay, cool. Um, all right, so that's going to be um, that's going to be six points of piercing damage. Uh, however, you are also going to three because of your rage take an additional two points of force yep. damage as it kind of goes inside okay. of you. And you have another attack. And I do have another attack. <clears throat> and instead of doing attack for damage, I would like to do a shove to try and knock them prone. So I will be a contested. I think it's athletic, uh, strength athletics on my end. Okay. And and it is yeah. either my acrobatics great or my athletics. Right. Okay. Well, that's not great, but yeah, you take your pick. Um, so okay. for that, it is a sixteen. Okay. Uh, so Mool, you charge forward, trying to knock them over. Uh, they are going to take a step back and vault um, their foot against the side of the boat and flip over you as you charge them. <laughs> You're going to have to do better than that, ooze person. You ooze, you lose. I love them. Mool's just unhappy looking in general. <laughs> kind of a rumble that's like, just like vibrates through them. It's just like a... What an angry little slime ball. Uh, all right, and now it is the aesthetic's turn. Uh, the aesthetic is going to, because uh, it rolled higher than the ship, that's going to be great, uh, is going to target the ship. And Cat, uh, I need you to do me a favor. Um, you Kat. need to make me a charisma saving throw. Okay, using my charisma? Yep. The ship doesn't have charisma. That, that's fair. That's going to be a... This one definitely doesn't. Sorry. Yeah, this one does not. Um, I add one to that, so only 15. Only 15. Uh, you're going to take 37 points of psychic damage. Woohoo! Woohoo! That's spicy! Uh, and uh, that is... Oh, boy. Uh, and there is going to be a horrible feeling that rips through oh my god uh that rips through you as the spell jamming helm fizzles and you are going to drop to the ground um and you're going to have quite a bruise on your ass as this ship uh, as the the spell jamming helm just drops no longer floating in air and goes dunk, dur, 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 dur. the arm will fall back off again and will tumble you onto the ground your connection with it is broken the spell jammer helm has been disabled Oh my god. Uh, I will say that uh, because your action was piloting, you can kind of like start crawling up toward other things to kind of like enter the fray yeah. next round. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Spell jamming helm is disabled. Psychic energy, bits of oil and things are kind of dripping out of you as you take that damage. Uh, it is oh, yeah. the Ents turn. Uh, now, from the sudden lack of momentum, the Ent is going to lose that help action advantage because the ship is no longer piloted, but will still have normal attack. So, Cat, you may roll for the Ent. Okay. And so the Tree Ent uh, is going to throw a rock. You have a plus 10 to hit the aesthetic. I have a plus 10? Yeah. Okay, that makes a 17 to hit. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to smoke the side of this thing. Absolutely is. Please roll me... 4d10 plus 6 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Okay, coming right up. Ooh, I'll use my purple space dice for this. 
four D10 plus six? Yep. Okay, well, there's a 10, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 27. 27. Oh, I love it when math is easy. All right. Um, you are going to pummel uh, the side of it. Now you make two tentacle attacks. No, that's the ship. And then the tree ant. Does it only... You only make two slam attacks, but you can only throw one rock. That's weird. I feel like you should get more than that, but okay. All right. Behind you, the tree ant is going to reach one of the mangonel stones and just huck it into the jellyfish, a big blob of space goo is going to fly off the side of this thing as it and uh, Commodore Crux uh, is going to uh, shout down below uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Flinch, I could use you up here on the ballista one of you, if you could spare a moment a ballista bolt would probably be very useful uh, and Crux is going to rush up to the top deck uh, and await the arrival of Mr. Flinch, because it takes three people to operate a ballista. All right, that is going to be uh, his turn, and uh, I'm going to readjust initiative to what it should have been, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. Uh, and uh, it is going to be Hastane's turn. Hastane, with his 25, god damn it, um is going to look at Mule and look at um, at Francis and is going to... <clears throat> well, I'm going to avoid the pathetic slime and focus on the big one. Uh, that is going to be a 21 on the first attack. And, and only a 14 on the second, so I don't think that one's going to hit. No. Okay, so that first one is going to deal a lot of damage, though. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, that is going to be nine points of piercing damage as he, or as, pardon me, as they spin around the uh, trident and slam it into you, uh, which is, oh, pardon me, not nine points. Oh, that's 11 points of piercing damage and six points of force damage. Six. Okay. Uh, and they are going to use a bonus action to reach down to their belt and quaff a potion. Some bitch. Sorry about sorry for drinking on the job. Oh, is that why you can't hit for shit? Hmm. At least I don't smell like an elephant or whatever you are. Uh, and the other one is going to finally wriggle its uh, wriggle its trident free and is going to turn and appraise the situation. Seeing that Tana is right there, is going to look at you and say, please, just die. I am delightfully stabbable. This is valid. Uh, okay, I have an 18 with one. Does an 18 hit? Oh, goodness, yes. Okay, and uh, I was going to hurt them more to reroll the second one, and that is a 20. Uh, so uh, the, oh, yeah. robot, the construct is going to spin its blade around and stab you twice. The first one is going to be for 12 points of piercing damage. Uh, the second one is for 11 points of piercing damage, uh, and both of those are going to be uh, addled by 5 points of force damage on the first and 4 on the second. 
So that is a total of, I believe, 32 points of damage? Yep. Okay. That's pretty and, rough. Uh, however, uh, I only need, I need you to make me two concentration saves. For sure. So that is um, going to be against... Wait, what do we add to that? You know, I always forget concentration save difficulty. Um, so it's your constitution. It, yeah, it's con. You add your con. Yeah, so it's 16. And so it's you want to roll 10 20. or... Yeah, 10. Or, is it half the damage, It's if I'm not mistaken? Mm, it, no, it, yeah, 10 plus the... Uh, half the damage it... or 10, whatever's the lower. Or whatever's the higher. Yeah, so so it's your... And it's the a con higher. save, so if you do have proficiency in con save, you get to add that. Okay, so then I think... I don't have proficiency in con save. Uh, okay. So half the damage would be 16. So I don't think I saved the first one. Actually, it's against each damage chunk that you get. So uh, on both of these, it would be 10 is your DC. Because oh, it's, well, it's, then it's I'm good. Hit. I'm not even going to continue that concentration spell, but I will smugly know that I could have, should okay. I have chosen to. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So those two hits do succeed and I'm out of Hurt the Moors. Uh, Wreck, it is your turn again. Uh, well, seeing this guy taking shots at Tana, I'm going to have to launch on him and uh, start giving him some payback for doing so. Okay. So so attacking the construct anyway. sounds great. Yep, and I'm going to give him a flurry of blows. Sounds good to me. Well, okay, it does, so... sounds acceptable to me. What? First oh, one's dang a 12. it, now you're in range. Dang it. I was going to do something. Hmm. <laughs> First one oh. was a 12. Uh, okay. Second one is a uh, 23. That'll hit. Uh, oh, next one is a uh, 27. That's a natural 20. Okay, that'll definitely hit. And the last one's a 17. Okay. Uh, the middle two will hit. <clears throat> okay, so I'm thinking I'm going to add the stunning strike on that uh, natural 20 just to Give him the haymaker. All right. Okay, so the first one hits for a nine, and the second one hits with a extra dice. Uh, okay. So let me just check one thing real quick. Yep. Okay. I just have to make sure that stunning strike works against constructs. Okay. Okay, so how much damage was that total? Uh, 13 on the second shot. Okay, 13 on the second. Okay. And the first one was how much? It was a, like 11? Uh, no, I think, didn't I say 7? Okay. Sorry, I was looking up that rule at the same time. So that is... Okay. 13, 7... Oh, that's nice and easy. 20. Cool. All right, and stunning strike... Uh, let's see. An opponent, you hit a creature with a melee work. Yeah, so you can use Stunning Strike even against uh, anything that can be stunned. So, okay. Constitution saving throw. Let's see if they can do it. What's my, what's my difficulty? Because I got a 7 plus... I got an 11. That's not going to be enough. I know you got higher than 11. No. Uh, so, that yeah. one is going to be stunned. Okay, and flurry of blows, so uh, he has to make a deck save or becomes prone. Okay. 
Uh, deck save is going to be a 13. I don't think that that is sufficient. I think he, I think they need a 15. Uh, the DC. I'm adding my dex, dexterity and proficiency. Yeah, I like so, you yeah. need a 17. Yeah, you need, you need, you need a 17. pretty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a lot. Okay, cool. Um, so stunned and prone. Fantastic. Um, all right, so knocking them to the ground. All right, and thank you, Slouching Beats, for the hurt the more. Okay, so um, stepping forward, you're going to thunderously slam into this one twice, stun them, and drop them to the ground prone. Uh, that is yes. your turn. Sweep, sweep the legs, sweep the legs. All right, uh, Tana, it is your turn. Rack, you're pretty mobile, right? Um, can I see the ballista from here? You absolutely can. It is up on the forecastle. Okay, awesome. Um, Tana's gonna say, sorry for trading dancing partners with you, um, but I would like to use, what's it called, Thunderstep to teleport up there and cause a small um, thundering black hole to erupt at my feet. Wow. So let's kapoof. Uh, it is a terrible decision, and I'm deeply sorry. <laughs> okay, so how does that how does that work? So it is 3d10 thunder damage on a failed save for everything within 10 feet of me. Uh, so basically, I poof 90 feet. Uh, this does require. It's like it's got verbal components, so I don't think it can be like um, attack of opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I poof 90 feet, and then a giant explosion happens at my feet, which is quite convenient. Uh, so they need to make a constitution saving throw versus, I assume, my spell save DC, which is 15. Okay. Uh, they will have disadvantage because they're prone and stunned, uh, so they will automatically basically fail because I can't roll well. Okay, sounds good. And unfortunately, Rack, I think you are within 10 feet. <laughs> you monster! I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, on the bright side, I get to Tana add... Tana likes uh, you a lot, but she likes not being stabbed more. I get to add plus two for my constitution, but unfortunately, I rolled a five, so... Uh-oh. Okay, Well, so... so on a... Okay, at least I didn't do as much damage as I could have, so that's going to be 15 damage on 3d10. Uh, anyone damage? who passes takes half, but a failed save takes full damage. Okay. And apparently the thunder can be heard from 300 feet away, so there, there is that... Actually, wait, I... Hmm. Hmm. No, I, I, that doesn't make sense. Never mind. Mm. No retconning my move, and also I don't think it would make sense to do. Carry on. All right, sounds good. So, Tana, you are going to go and appear up there. Now, was that a full action to cast that? Uh, yes, it was. Okay. So you can go over and start helping using, like, object interacts with this, though. Sure, yeah. I mean, she's, she's basically moving up there to, to get ready to assist next action and to hopefully not be stabbed anymore. All right, that works for me. And now we are down to Cheshire. Uh, Cheshire, you can rush out of the bridge and appear um, just on deck if you'd like. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um, You'll pass Mr. Flinch as, as he's running his way outside as well to assist with the ballista. Fair enough. Hi there. Um. Oh, actually... Being attacked, oh, no, are we? Down. Never mind. 
Yeah, something like that. The chair is toast. Balls. Um, all right, and do 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 do. I'm going to. I'm coming out on deck. Oh, how much cover does the main enemy have? The one with uh, near uh, Krista and Amy character. It um, looks like it's behind the big box thing in the middle. About like, I'd say like Mass Effect cover, like probably a plus two to AC for ranged attacks. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, guiding bolt at third level. It okay. Make me an attack um, roll. All right, so here we go. That's gonna be ooh. That's pretty good, actually. How does a 18 hit for you? Uh, is that your final answer? Um, I'll add my debt to that to make a 21. Hey, that sounds pretty good, actually. That I think sounds a bit that, happier to me. I, I think, think that hits, actually. Uh, All right. Slippery bitch. It's yeah, wow. They're very glorious. All right. Uh, so glorious. So that's four, five. It's going to be 66. 66. All right. Uh, plus my... Oh, no, I don't add anything to this one. Um, okay. It's going to be 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 12, 21, 21, uh, 24, okay. 26. 20, 26 radiant damage and next attack has advantage. Fantastic. All right. And speaking of next attack, do you have any other actions that you'd like to do this turn? Uh, do, 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 do. Any bonus actions? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, there was something that I was thinking of, but... Uh... Oh, no, it's an actual spell. Never mind. Uh, that's... Yeah, because I can't cast two spells in the same... You can't unless one of them is a cantrip with yeah. a different casting time. Okay, so it that's going to be not. it for you, which means that it's Francis's turn. And uh, this mofo uh, has a glowy bit that makes your first attack have advantage. Mm-hmm. I actually have a quick question for you as well, Kelly, uh, real quick. Um, yeah. We haven't had a long rest since last game, right? You have not. Okay, cool. So that means that Cheshire. This fight would have been um, ridiculously easy thing. if you had. Mm hmm. You yeah, can like point. fireball okay. by. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, um, Francis. Mm hmm. You. you... Um, yeah, I'm going to womp him. But... They look over at you with your hammer and. You wouldn't hit a Rhaegar with glasses, would you? <laughs> Even harder. Oh. Uh, they do I not will... pull out their reading glasses. <laughs> um, I am gonna do the very oh, best. No, probably. Yeah, exactly. Let's do some thunder damage. I'm gonna cast thunderous smite, and let's hope we hit. But I do have advantage, right? 
You do have advantage on the first one, yeah. If you use your uh, bonus to take another hit, I think you can do, you will not have on that one. Uh, well, that's two 15s, so that'll be 21s across the board. Oof. That would uh, hit. So, um, 2d6 of thunder, I believe. Uh, thunderous is 2d6 thunder damage. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, that's gonna be... Ugh, damn two friggin' thingamadoos. Um, that will be... Uh, five regular damage. Yeah, that's good, good, good. And then seven thunder damage. Okay. Um, and then can you make me a constitute or sorry, a strength saving throw? Nat 20. Are you fucking serious? I'm not kidding. Nat 20. Uh, so what, what were you trying to do with that? Were you trying to? It's supposed to push him back off the boat. Okay. Uh, uh, so. Coward. Will... Yes. Do nat 20 automatically succeed that or can we take away from that nat 20? How would you take away from the nat 20? Because I still have my uh, my circle of stars cosmic omen. Okay. Uh, would still be active from last game uh, where I can subtract a d6 from one of your uh, uh, saves or attacks. Uh, I don't know if my ability is good enough though. Yeah, and we are using that uh, saves our crits and fumbles, so. Oh, yeah. So you 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 may, but uh, I would not recommend it for this one. Yeah. Sil silvery barbs will mess that up, though, if anybody got silvery barbs. Okay, uh, so you are going to hit them hard, but they are going to jam their trident into the ground Aquaman style and not be moved by your push. Is that the breath of the... Oh. Uh, you I can. Can I bonus attack? Oh right, because I'm. That's my stinking. Yeah, that's my, one of the big things for being zeal. I can attack. Right. I always forget that. Yeah, I'll. I'll take another attack then. Oh okay. my god! Will you shut up? No. All right. So clang! It will kind of bounce off the side of the trident, and <laughs> you fool! You haven't seen the last of Mule, it's your turn. Yeah, and Mool's going to double attack because they are pissed off. So. I imagine so. I just, just am, I feel like after your first round, Mool, Mool earned okay. this kill. Uh, so. I'm not saying that's that's why you're getting it, because that's not yeah. even remotely true, but if you so, get it, I'll be satisfied. Uh, a 26 and a 21 are the hits, to the, the strikes to attack. Okay. And then that's. No, wait on. That is 26 bludgeoning. How do you want to do this? I think they just like kind of like real rat, like, like pull back their like fist of sorts and just slam it twice, like right into the side of their head, just like. <clears throat> Hopefully, maybe uh, even knocking them against the side of the, the ship. Yeah, there's going to be like just this squeak of blood trail coming down. Their blood is like, it's glittery. 
these are very glorious creatures. Um, all right, Mool, you have uh, you have killed, you have killed that Rhaegar. The construct still remains, though. Oh, I think we we may have lost Mool. Oh, we may have lost Mool. Well, at least they went out killing. <laughs> And they returned dramatically. I think I punched so hard I knocked myself out of the call. You did. <laughs> you did. Congrats. You you punched so hard you killed them and knocked yourself out of the call in one fell swoop. Um and at that, as they die, um the other Rhaegar, uh the construct, is going to go kind of a little bit you know, I'm gonna roll to see whether or not it's going to continue fighting because it it only acts based on commands. Well, they did say kill them. They did say kill them. So it's going to be kind of like, that's unfortunate. I liked that one. That guy was pretty cool. I don't mind saying. Uh, How are you still awake? I took a nap. <laughs> All right. Um, at that, the... Uh, Okay. Uh, the other, well, the uh, the aesthetic is going to uh, look down at its dead master and is going to attack the ship. Uh, Mool, uh, you and Francis are going to be the focus of uh, two attacks as it plunges forward and makes a tentacle attack against each of you. Uh, it has a reach of 30 feet. Uh, so, Mool, I called you first. So that's going to be a 30 to hit. <laughs> Francis, that's a 22. That's a hit. Um, yeah. And so, Mool, you are going to do me a favor, and you're going to take 6, 7, uh, 14 force damage. And Francis, you are going to take 13 force damage. Oh, pardon me, uh, 20 force damage. Uh, <laughs> and I need both of you to make me a strength save. I forgot to add its strength bonus. I should have advantage on that because I'm raging. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, Francis, you have advantage on that because it's strength. Oh, this Remember, didn't help me. Oh, because I'm a hippo, right? Because you're a hip hippo. I am a very hip hippo. Okay, well, let's uh, see. That seven. Helps. No, that's it. Not 20. Not 20? There you go. There it is. There it is right there. Oh, oh what'd you get total, Mule? Mule? That was a 15. A 15. Okay. So, um, the creature is going to thrash you both with a tentacle. Uh, Francis, you're going to brace and not be moved by it, but Mool, you're going to be thrown ten feet back further onto the ship as it kind of strikes you from behind. Um, and it is going to spend its other tentacle uh, action to grab its master and go... and kind of, like, shake their body like a ragdoll in what, to them, is like tragedy just no but to you kind of looks like as it's shaking the body way too randomly and sprays of blood are kind of painting the sky like it's ringing like it's bob ross ringing out a paintbrush just oh my god oh that's brutal like that all right it is the ent's turn uh the ent uh, may make a, an attack against this creature. 
If it you likes. got it. It would very much like to. Um, and what am I adding to this attack again? Uh, you're adding plus, plus 10. 10? Yeah. Plus 10. So that is. Oh, that's a 9. Uh, so 19. Uh, all right. A total of what? 19 to hit. 19 is going to hit. Roll me 40, 10 plus 7, I believe I said. Plus 6. Plus 6. Thank you for, for remembering. Okay, that's going to be uh, 10, 15, 19, 22, 24, uh, 24, 30. 30 total. Oh, I love that. That makes my night my, my, my so much easier. All right, another mangonel rock is going to hurled by the tree into the side of the jellyfish, which makes a noise. And um, all right, uh, Crux is going to say, hurry up and get up here. And uh, it is at that point that uh, Mr. Flinch uh, will rush upstairs, um, kind of, yeah, taking the disengage. No, no he's going to have to take a take a swing. Uh, and actually he's going to miss. Lucky me. Um, Mr. Flinch is going to rush upstairs and help with the loading of the, the stone, uh, or not the stone, the ballista, and, uh, uh, Crux is going to swing the ballista around and say, Tana! Do you have better eyes than me? If so, aim! Uh, I mean, I'm wearing my glasses. Well, <laughs> make the shot! You may so give it a go and see what happens. A ranged weapon attack, please. You're so using... I just add my next mod to that, right? You are using it. So what you're going to do is um, you're you can use uh, your dex mod, and you will be proficient and proficiency, in this. Right? Yeah. yeah. So then I'm I'm adding a seven. So I have rolled a twenty-two. That is going to hit. Roll me three d ten piercing. Noise, noise, noise. Which one is d ten? Moom and Papa is d ten. There we go. Oh, roll a one. Seven, so eight. I rolled a total of nine. <laughs> total of nine. Okay. It's going to be nine more points of damage as the ballista bolt flies into the side of the aesthetic, um, which is it's starting to get its hit points real low. Um, Hastian's double is going to, or pardon me, Hastain's double is going to turn, look at you, both of you, Rek and Cheshire, and go, all right. I guess I should finish the job. Who wants it? Wait. I am disabled. This is all inside of my mind. It is saying as it is laying prone on the ground. <laughs> all right. Who wants it? it, it, it. Um, because it is stunned. I totally forgot. It's been a while. Uh, so, wreck. Uh, there is a stunned... Um, a stunned prone robot creature... Uh, on the ground or a construct. What would you like to do? Is its uh, trident still lodged in the side of the boat here? It is not. It is not. It's kind of in its hand, just kind of like sticking up like an ice cream cone. Oh, you're, you're holding it. Well, then here, let me have that. And I will wrench it out of his hand and turn okay. and throw it at the, the large thingy that's okay. flailing its master around. Sounds good. I'll let you yeah. take that as your object interact. No problem. Make me a ranged attack roll using your strength. I guess you can use dex for throwing a trident. Uh, well, it makes a difference. Which one should I use? Uh, use your dex. Okay. Uh, 
that would be a 14. You're throwing it through space, so... Be a 19. 19? Uh, that's yeah. going to hit. Roll me damage. That's going to be 1d8 plus your... Plus your strength or dex. I don't really care. Uh, well, then that's going to be... Uh, 8. 8 points. Eight? All right, eight yeah. points of damage are going to plunge into the side of the creature, uh, and it is going to make a very sad noise as the trident slams into it. Uh, and are you doing anything else? You still have an extra attack that you can take? Uh, actually, if I'm making a weapon attack, I only get one attack, but I do have my... My bonus action, so I'm going to disengage from this guy on the ground. Even okay. though I guess I could technically just do that. Alright, so uh, Tana, it is your turn again. What would you like to do? Uh, continue ballisting. Okay. Uh, I'll say that you all can reload it since there are three of you there without a problem. You can make another attack roll. Sure. I... What is that? That is a 25 to hit. That is going to be a hit. Roll me damage. All right, moving Papa Dice, you're so mean to me. Be not mean this time. That's still pretty mean. So 11, 12. 12, okay, another 12 points of damage yeah. to this. Could to this. be could be worse, but 3d10 could also be a lot not worse. Okay, sounds good to me. Uh, there's another as you plunge another ballista bolt uh, into um, uh, into the side of this giant jellyfish. Uh, for future reference, um, it's it's w whether or not the thrown weapon has versatile that you use dex or strength. But for this, I don't really care. It's fine. That makes you're sense. Just, okay. You're just hucking tridents at space jellyfish. Um, Wreck and Tana, you, you're just hucking ballista bolts, which is totally fine. And now we're down to Cheshire. Cheshire! All right, uh, so I'm right in front of this one that's on the ground. So yep. I'm going to bonus action shillelagh my Q staff, yep. and yep. then I'm just gonna whack whack this thing in the head. That sounds great. You will have advantage on the attacks. This is just a single attack. Oh, neither of those are in that 20 sadness. Um, that's gonna be a 16, does a 16 hit? Uh, a 16 does not hit. Sag. Um, somehow they are, they're just able to, uh, <laughs> to just, just, it's not like the ship kind of banks to the side and they roll out of the way. You're like, dang. <laughs> it's just too glorious to hit. Oh my God. Uh, and yeah, that's, uh, all right. That's uh, that's my turn. Okay. Um, that sounds fantastic. Uh, so they are incapacitated. Uh, now that Wreck is acted, technically they're not incapacitated anymore, but they are prone. Um, yeah. and th so that's why they're going to flick out of the way. You're, you're going to be like, ah, I've got this. I've lined up this shot perfectly. They're incapacitated. This is going to be great. And they're just like, blink. Oh, no. Roll. <laughs> I disagree with dying. Francis, it's your turn. Goodness. Um, this big beastie is still attacking us, ain't he? Is he in range? Can I hit uh, him? Uh, it is attacking from 30 feet away. Its tentacles are quite long. Oh, okay. 
Okay, that's kind of what I thought, but it was like you had it right. It was it's yeah, it was just, just for a fact. But yeah, no, it's totally it's, fair. It's got a reach of thirty. It's big. Beautiful. Um, in that case, I will have to shoot something at it. Um, okay. dun, 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 dun. Let's do a good old. Actually, no, I think this might be touch. Hang on, double check. Yeah, it's touch. Bugger. I guess I could jump at it, but no, we're not going to do that. We're not at that point yet. I mean, there is someone on the bow that you could run up and hit that is prone right now. Meh. Okay. They, they, they've got him under control. Um, <laughs> do they not? Are they looking very hurt? They're looking decently hurt. Cheshire's looking wrecked, right? And Cheshire's looking Actually, pretty I, wrecked. A quick note as well, Kelly. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot that I use a different thing for attack rolls. If I use Shillelagh, would mm. uh, an additional plus two to that attack? I don't hit. know. What was your roll? Uh oh god, yeah, I can't remember. Alright, we're gonna we're gonna I say it, I no. think it was like a sixteen, but Okay, then no it wouldn't have hit. Okay, okay, just wanted to double check. But yes, no yeah, Cheshire's totally, looking totally, incredibly totally. hurt. Okay. Cool. Um, okay, in that case, alright, I'm gonna run over and hit this guy then. Uh the ballista folks in the tree seem to have the jellyfish under control. Um, Francis is going to run over to here and bop this guy. He's on the ground, right? He is on the. They're on the ground. Yes. They're they're on. Sorry, they're on the ground. Um, they do, 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 do. That's um, advantage, right? Because they're prone. Uh, yes, it is advantage because they're prone. <laughs> mm. uh, it's not one and a four. Um, even with my six, that's a ten. Even with termination, that's thirteen. So that ain't gonna do her. Um, but I am gonna take use my bonus attack for a second attack. Okay. Uh, which means I uh, but first, really... I want to. Uh, I'm just going to do this real quick. Uh, Cheshire, what's your armor class? It is uh, 16. What's your attack bonus, Francis? My attack bonus yeah. plus six. Plus six. Okay. Uh, you are going to almost take <laughs> Cheshire's head off as you go with that nat one. Oh, that was, sorry. I got a one and a four. It oh, because you had advantage. advantage. Yes, you had advantage. You're yeah. right. You're right. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> for some reason, no, my oh, brain good. was processing two attack rolls. And I was like, oh, well, yes. there we go. That's what I heard, too. <laughs> okay, so um, in that okay. case, th that hammer is going to come back quite a bit, and you're just going to be like, oh, no. But yeah. it's not going to be, like, scary. Uh, trips a little bit, um, and uh, but then kind of loops back around and flips under. I am going to use my determination, if I still have it. Or did uh, I use it already? You do not have it. You spent it. Okay. In that case, I probably am not going to hit, because that's going to be a 16. Uh, 16 is not going to hit as you slam down into the ground next to this creature's face. Unless someone wants to buy you determination real quick. Someone's going to buy you determination real quick. Don't worry about it. All Don't good. worry about it? All right. Um, then it is going to be Mool. Mool, it's your turn. So, okay. So Mool is knocked back, but was not knocked prone, correct? Was not knocked prone. Okay. So, and so there's this big thing that's attacking us. Mm-hmm. 
And, and there's a prone construct copy. No? It is it is 30 feet off of the side of the ship. That seems risky. I'm not going to do that. But I am going to go bamf over to the prone figure and uh, punch it twice. That's uh, two attacks with advantage. Oh, yeah, okay. It's prone. Uh, One of them is a crit. The other one is a crit. Are you kidding me? Because they're both with advantage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm going to annihilate. Um... Christ, just, just Mool eats it. Just, just, just <laughs> rips no, no. it. Snaps. Maybe a little bit, but inadvertently. Snaps like a slim jam. Hold up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. After uh, Francis and Cheshire have been on. failing trying to hit this thing. The barbarian just oh, goes. I got one more of these dice. Yeah. Slime oh, smash. Okay, I'll just roll these twice. Um. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't roll great even on damage because I'm okay. just a bad at roll rolling double, right? things. Yep. Okay. So you're at what? 2d8 um, plus 2d8 plus strength plus I... f- strength plus 4. Because of your rage. Yeah. Okay. What's your, da- what's your yeah. damage? So that's a total of 30 bludgeoning. 30 bludgeoning. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to Hulk smash this thing a few times, just into the deck. Oh, yeah. And uh, it is it is not having a great time. Um, and is there anything else you're doing on your action? That's it. I think just okay. wreck this thing really, really hard. You, you wreck it really hard, Ralph. Um, and as you do so, it is going, uh, I can feel it coming. The sweet embrace of the void. <laughs> and, uh, as that happens, it is now the, um, the aesthetic's turn. The aesthetic is going to take its ragdoll corpse of a master and is going to fly away. Leaving a trail of glitter blood behind it. Uh, Crux uh is going to look at it i think it's leaving is everything all right down there and is going to uh rush over to the side of the uh to the side of the forecastle and is going to look down at the damage that is occurring to that one and kill that one he will say giving the help action to well he can't really do that <laughs> he can't Not he can't he'll try master, he, mastermind rogue He's a mastermind rogue. Didn't you know? Um, Maybe. He'll give you the encourage action. (laughs) And good job. Keep it up. Keep smashing. Uh, And the ant is going to look around and say, "Mm, Probably don't smash. Mm. I really want answers for that guy. If you want answers, you'll have to beat them out of me. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Wait, no. Um, top of the initiative. Uh, Hastane's construct is going to stand up. Go, can you please pass me my former master's trident? No? It's a, It's gone. 
Burns. Instead, please accept space karate. Uh, and it's going to it's gonna take a swing at Mool and it's gonna try to kick Francis. So uh I have one I have one hurt the more. And I'm gonna use it for the for the for the so I said punch Mool and kick Francis. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's still gonna try. Or they're still gonna try to kick Francis. Yep. They're gonna miss, but they're gonna punch Mool and they're gonna hit Mool. But they're gonna hit a part of Mool that had already taken damage, so it was this kind of like sucking void of Jello. And instead, Mool, you may make a free barbarian rage attack because I botched my attack to hit you, and am now stuck in you. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, well, I rolled terribly. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give you advantage because he's inside. They're inside hit. of you. Okay. Oh, um, does a fifteen <laughs> hit? Uh, is that your total? That was a, a twenty-five. Sorry, I there was an extra one on that for my math. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, we're all very tired, but a twenty-five will absolutely hit. Please yep. roll me damage. All right. And that is a total of nine bad bludgeoning. Oh man, this thing is starting to dissolve into what looks like kind of like your cousin. Um, <laughs> and it's, can I please have my arm back? Uh, and I'm gonna spend my hurt the more uh, to give him one to give them one final attack. Uh, they are going to try to lash out and hit Cheshire with their other foot. Huh. And they are instead going to just kind of like kick at Cheshire. Cheshire, a little bit of space mud is going to splatter on your face. But that's it. Okay. And now it is Rex's turn. I'm doing the best I can. I'm literally two minutes old. Let's see how uh... well you would do at two minutes. Rex is going to move forward and tell him, uh, leave the space karate to the professionals, kid. And then <laughs> swing around and uh, start uh, assaulting him with a lot of foots. What's foots You gonna play face. footsie with him? Yeah, I'll play <laughs> uh, so Nine on the first one. I'm just doing regular attacks. So. Alright. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, you can use your determination. And... No. And uh, 21. The 21 will hit. Okay. Uh, now, if you're using Flurry of Blows to get that third attack in, you will get... Don't forget your fourth attack. No, I'm not using Flurry of Blows on this. Okay, so you only get two attacks then. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. But I can use... I use my bonus action. Oh, you're right, the bonus the action. Ah, thank you. Thank you for yeah. correcting me on that. Yes, so, the, so you're going to go... And then the bonus action is going to hit. Okay. That's right. With it's three a... attacks or four attacks if you use your bonus action and your yeah. flurry of blows. And I'm going to throw in my fury of the small, so I'm going to add three points of damage to this, hitting him in a delicate location. For... He's very bruised. It's all pretty delicate. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably like his kneecap that's keeping him upright right now. Oh no, my uh... last good kneecap. For 13 points of damage. All right, so uh, you are going to... Uh, do you want to do this, or should I do this for you? 
Uh, I think somewhere along the lines of just booting his kneecap right off so he kind of crumpled. Oh no, that was my bottom brick. And it'll just collapse into a pile of components and the fight is won. All right, and with that, the other creature, the aesthetic, is going to head off into space, leaving you behind as your ship is adrift. Is everyone all right? Oh, been better. Yeah, did anyone get the license plate on that thing? Uh, it's, it, uh, I, I don't believe it was licensed. It is an aesthetic. Um, it should... Uh, uh, Tisha, why aren't you down at the helm? The helm's yeah. gone. Oh, no, oh, it's it's not gone. Just just a bit disabled. Bad. It shall return. Yeah. I... Uh, yes. Uh, Either way, my dear Francis. Uh, uh, continue what you were doing. I'll have something afterwards. This is more of my thinking face. Oh yes. Uh, what a lovely thinking face it is. Well, right, particularly charming after the light of battle. Glistening slightly. Well, <laughs> Tana the matchmaker. <laughs> She's doing her best. Best wingman. Wing elf. It seems that we'll be... Well... Without a helm for a bit. Hopefully this will work out for us. Does anyone know who that was? Uh, he'll start looking through the parts to see if there's like a name tag. There is not. It's going to dissolve into nothing. <laughs> Damn. Uh, they said their name was Has Hastain? Yeah. Right, it's just a stain now. <laughs> uh, oh, that reminds me. We have tea. <laughs> yes, uh, and many injuries, which T will definitely help, but this might help too. Um, I'll cast Mass Healing Word. Nice. Oh, thank God. Yay. It doesn't do a lot of healing, but it's a good start. Yes. Ah, it's a very good start. Excellent work, excellent work, my friend. Well, um, thank you for doing your best. Well, we're already stand we're already stranded in the void. How much worse can it get? Oh, probably knock, not at knock, all. Knock on wood. Oh, a penny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, everyone can take five healing, as exciting as that is. So never mind, it's a kneecap. <laughs> Is it uh, melting too? All right, and as that happens, the camera is going to slowly pull out, leaving you on the deck of the now derelict Second Wind as you float through wild space. You have won a victory, but at what cost? You're stranded on a ship without a functioning spell jamming helm, adrift in the vast ocean of wild space. And that's what we're going to call an end to this episode right here. Woo!
there was a good chance that that wasn't going to happen. I'm, I'm happy that it did, though, because it makes more drama. Um, so, uh, folks, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Spelljammer. Uh, if you like what we do here, give us a follow. Give us a sub if you're watching on YouTube. Or, hey, if you have a couple extra coins in the coffer, give us a sub here on Twitch. Uh, or if you want to join the fine crew over at the sspatreon.com slash dorktales, uh, you could join the likes of our world-building producer, Shulton, uh, our divine producer dm michael gray our demonic producers soul omen and precarious and our 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 princes of the patreon our our first mates uh taryn buddy amethyst eolist cubby gummy trizelta and the traveler who are all amazing amazing crew members and we love them dearly uh but you can catch us again in about two weeks for another episode of Spelljammer, uh light of xerixis hope you guys had, did you have fun today was that good good little session Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, very good. Was good. All right. Got stabbed, got unstabbed, got stabbed again. Classic. Beautiful. Right. Oh yeah, you know. I I appear to be impaled. <laughs> All right. So hey, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next time. Take it easy, YouTube. Bye. Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis is a Dork Tales production. It stars Amy Godfrey as Mool Plava. Michael Eilat as Rec Felnar, Camille J. Kerfuffle as Tana Starbell, Katrina McGee as Cheshire, and Krista Mitchell as Francis Ponsby. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Thieves by Dark Fantasy Studio, and our closing theme is A Journey to the World, also by Dark Fantasy Studio. For a full list of music, check the show notes below. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our world-building producers, Shulton and Jade, the maker of monsters. Our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, aka James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Eladeth, and Larouk, our level 20 hero, Mike Eilat, the graphics guy, our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Sorcerer Sanguine, Collinson, Iron Warrior X, Danica Rising, Voidweaver, and Rufio are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Hillary, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Policino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an insomniac veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David 
David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keen, Walter Manbeck, Wordsmite 12, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Ardrick, and Chris Kane. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, and Stephen Pearson. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.